Hello and welcome to another horror review. Oh my god. Right. Before we begin, I've made it no secret. I bloody hate found footage horror movies. I just don't like it. Hate them. They do my head on. But meanwhile, Cameron's just been badgering at me for ages. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch this one. This one's different. Go watch it. Go watch it. All right, Cameron. I'll go watch it. Doesn't help the fact that this weekend, um, there's been a few bits released, but not over in the UK. So we're been left out. Um, a couple of movies have come out, releasing cinemas, streaming services, but nah, we, we don't get that. So I'm in a bad mood anyway. So this appeared on Shutter, and I thought I'd give it a go. But uh, okay, what's the worst? May as well give it a oh, good comments. Ah. Hello, Benjamin. Greetings. Um, yeah, God, this bloody movie. So, the idea behind it, and also for the record, I hate 3D movies as well. Do you remember they were a thing? And the uh, studios were pumping them out like nobody's business. Everything had to be 3D. And it was just Avatar worked because it was basically a cartoon. And that seemed to uh, go okay. Um, Tron Legacy worked. And I suppose to try to reverse, but I think. Uh, it's busy a cartoon as well, so it seems to work with animated stuff, but <clears throat> um, physical movies, not so much. Every other one that came out just be absolutely dismal. Um, don't like 3D movies. So this is a combination of the two. <laughs> Found footage in fucking 3D. And it's also taken the worst elements of screen. So they decided to go meta with it as well. So there you go. There's, there's a toxic pot of crap. Just, you know... You know that whole theory of you put enough poison they cancel each other out, maybe get something good. Maybe that's what they were thinking of. Okay, if we add the everyone hits three so we'll add that. Found footage is annoying, we'll add that, and then we'll add the whole meta aspect, we'll add that too, and maybe it might turn out okay. God no, right. So it starts off, it's based on a bunch of filmmakers making an indie movie. And they even talk about at the very beginning, they talk about making a found footage movie. What people hear about them. I completely agree and how they're going to do it differently. So what's the first thing we hear about found footage? Why are you carrying a camera around? <clears throat> and many found footage movies where people are going around screeching, shaking a bloody camera like this. Especially um, if you've seen my review of Archive 81, you've got the main character, that absolute screeching harpy, <laughs> good round, shaking a, uh, was it a Sony camera? Yeah, but with a tape. And that it just looks horrible. Oh, hi, Dale. Well, we've got a few people in tonight. Oh, been getting busy. <laughs> Don't tell me you're all expecting a glowing review of this movie because you're not going to get it. <laughs> this one absolutely baked my noodle. Um, yeah. So why are they holding the camera in the first place? They even talk about this before the start. Okay, we'll have to have a reason. So for this movie, it's supposed to be like a movie within a, a Dorsky effect. You know, movie within a movie. Watching a movie and us seeing it transpire. Every cliche, and even spend, like I said, they spend 10 15 minutes talking about every freaking cliche in this type of genre that you don't want to do, and then they proceed to go and use every freaking cliche in the making of this. Oh, god, man. Um, so they have that, and of course, they have to have a bit of soap opera type drama, so it can't just be a group of close knit uh filmmakers that want to work on a project. Oh, no, 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 we'll have to have drama. 
So straight away, we'll have the director, um, main guy, I think it's Derek. Derek's the main guy. And of course, he has to be an arsehole. You know what I mean? He couldn't be a stand-up guy. He has to be a complete arsehole because we need the drama. So that's, that's a red flag straight away. You're going to get a shit movie. Uh, and then, of course, they invite, uh, they've hired a couple of actresses. <clears throat> so, of course, one of them has to be Derek's ex. And um, we've got the guy that's doing all the filming. Um, God, what was his name? It was like a really... Was it Carl or Mark? Well, I don't know. These are these people are just so generic. They're your typical generic actors that you just can't wait to die. You know, characters. Um, so you've got generic um, Mr. Nice Guy who's doing all the filming. And he's supposed to be documenting the making of the film. But yet, they're recording it. As, you know what I mean? The, as always with these movies, <clears throat> they lose it and they replace. Because the whole point of me, my perception of found footage is it's found. It's not going to be a complete picture. But what the mistake they make with all these movies is they replace the actual camera work with found footage. So they think that if you're viewing it as a film being made through a, a phone or a camcorder, that's somehow found footage, but it's not. You know, so they have the camera and everything. So they've used this guy, he's documented, so we'll have him going around pointing the camera. Like, two days that, you'd have buried him yourself, you know what I mean? You'd have punched him, because every time you turn around, he's got a, something pointing in your face. Plus, he can't be everywhere at once. So he can't just conveniently be in every dramatic moment. And they're filming a house, and they've got a uh, plot of our head, and there's a bar and stuff, so there's characters moving around, and he just seems to be conveniently everywhere where stuff happens. That's what breaks it for me with a, this sort of genre. It does my head in, and these guys acknowledge us at the start, and then they go and do it. There you go. So they're heading, uh, they're packing up the car. That has to be a drama as well. Oh, how much equipment, blah, blah, blah. The sound guy coming in being real prissy. Uh, oh, super duper equipment. And then it turns out later on that Derek actually owns the equipment. He loaned him the money. And the manufactured drama in this just knows you got a shit movie no it's just really off-putting and you just can't wait for them to get wiped out um so they had they all head out we get conversations of course happening behind people's backs but the guy's recording it so it all comes out later to create more soap opera shite oh god this is gonna be a struggle Honestly, I'm going to struggle to get through this. So <laughs> forgive me if I get through this as quickly as possible. Just to uh, dull my own pain. I'm saying, I think Cameron hates me. I think he just wants me to suffer. Because <laughs> he went on about this for ages. It's on, uh, you've seen some of our shows where you're like, yeah, you got to watch it, it's good, watch it. And then Adam joined in one of them and like, you got to watch it, it's great. Like, oh, for fuck's sake, all right then. Um, they head out. And then they meet a couple of locals. And then they have the idea, ah, let's get them... Uh, and video them, tell them not to go to the place. Oh, fuck, you could, you know what I mean? You could actually see it coming. So they're sitting in front of the camera, and they're saying they're going to a certain farm, and they want the guys to go, oh, no, don't go there. That's spooky. And they keep messing up the take because they're not actors. And then as soon as they finish with the take, they actually say the name of the farm they're going to, and then the guys jump straight in the car character going, oh, no, no, don't go there. And you're like, fuck it, why didn't you just do that at the start? You know what I mean? That... That's the utter stupidity of this. Um, treating your audience as, audience as if they're stupid. That really bugs me. 
it's a lowbrow, <clears throat> not even slasher, but found footage is not exactly highbrow entertainment. And people watch it like popcorn. They're not really paying attention. They just want to see cool, spooky stuff. But don't treat your audience as if they're frigging stupid. And that's what this is doing. Well, that scene. And that really annoyed me. Like, man, she was just done it right the first time. And let, said nothing about it. But they're trying to be clever. Once again, I've said this before a hundred times. When somebody's trying to be pretentious and clever, usually because they're not. And it comes across their creativity. Because they want to be big brain highbrow. And it just... To come across looking really pretentious and stupid it has the opposite effect and that's what these arseholes are doing um really annoyed me like at that point you just knew they've already told you at the start what they're doing wrong and then they go and do it and then do this thing and they're treating you like a bunch of plebs and that's, and that's the attitude of these guys um so i don't think they're acting do you know what i mean i think it's actually the attitude of the creators uh, of how they feel about the audience watching the, the genre of movie. For I'll never slag anybody off for liking anything. You know what I mean? You like what you like. Same way I like certain stuff that probably make people cringe and other stuff I won't. That's that's a world. But if you're a creator and you treat your audience like they're absolute morons, they're going to pick up on it. You know what I mean? And I'm not the sharpest tool in the box, but when I, I think somebody's talking down to me, I usually pick up on it, and that's what I got from across uh, that particular scene. They go to uh, the house, they start setting up, and they're getting ready to film. And of course, things start going wrong oogie woogie boo, bumping the night type stuff, and it's done really badly. Um, there's a scene in the kitchen where the Vola. Uh, what do you call it, the ratchet things to push all the plates out and it sets off early and of course it's not plugged in you know dun, 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 dun. <sighs> just dumb yeah I hated this movie I hated this movie I hate these types of movies it's the like I said I don't like the Scream franchise first one was alright I don't even remember that halfway through the second one I went to see it in the cinema and I zoned out I've never watched any other ones. Hate it. Don't like found footage. And, you know, it's just, I don't like soap operas. And that's the, th that's the th combination. I mean, they're, they're throwing soap opera drama into this as well. And it's just pathetic. Give me a, like, I've talked about Poltergeist before. We've got a strong family unit. And the face the antagonist. And it's actually more rewarding to see the strength of a bond. You know, should it be a group of friends? Um, we're sitting dog soldiers, tight unit. They've all got each other's backs, and it's the outside elements that are fighting against it. And watching them work as a team and still get overwhelmed is more of a drama. You know, what I mean, it gives you more investment with the characters, and then it makes more of a tragedy when they do get picked off. Because you've invested a bit, you're like, oh no, that's that's the sort of movies I enjoy. I want to invest in the character, um, and then it makes it more of a tragedy because I'm invested. I'm along for the ride, and then when somebody does get wiped out, um, I'm a bit shocked. On ah, and of course, you've always got that one antagonistic character that you can't wait to get killed. And I love the movie that has that one antagonistic character, and it tease you along. 
and you're like, is it going to be it? No, you know they're going to drag it out to the end of the movie or at a certain point, and you're just waiting for that moment. I love that type of stuff. With this, it's that generic. Nobody's likable in this. Even the guy that is holding the camera is supposed to be the nice guy isn't because Derek and his missus um, have split up. They're still not fully resolved, and then he ends up shagging her. And the catch it because every time they're on it, they investigate something to bring out the camera, and that's where it gets stupid. Because everyone's first instinct is to switch on a camera and run around with a camera. Like, you know you don't do it. You can understand the guy who is documenting everything, having the camera on. That would make sense. But when you just got everyone picking up cameras, no. The ghost in this is absolutely ridiculous. They tried to... <laughs> you would write you bloody write better stories in the space of a couple of days than half of these idiots do. The sooner you hurry up and get yourself published and out there so I can buy yourself, the better. Seriously. Um these people are a joke. But the problem is they're connected and they get funded and they uh you know what I mean they'll get their little uh click, they get these wee projects and they get out there. And then it's accepted that that's what you have to be like to create. That's why this channel is all about independent creators and trying to do our little bit to go against this because there's too much, like I said, there's too many found footage. It, it doesn't matter what the style is. The main company, oh, this is the latest thing, so we've got to pump out the latest thing. And then they'll go to the matters of, oh, we've got to pump this out. Oh, it's October, we've got to pump out Halloween type movies. And it goes on and on and on. I've made the fast food analogy so many times. It's the same burgers, same fries. All I do is change the box and the plastic thing comes with it. It's the same crap. Nothing actually changes. And what they do is they rip the arse out of something until you're sick of it. And then I think it's almost purposely done to make you sick of it so you're ready for the next thing. You mean be a good little consumer and don't have any discerning tastes. And now they're weaponizing social media. So if you set up... Uh, and say you don't like anything, then you have people dogpiling on you for no reason. You know what I mean? This is the cynical, toxic, you know, non-creative, creative space that we live in. And this movie is a perfect example of they're trying to go against the narrative and go against the trend, and then they're actually more entrenched in the trend. And that's what I really despise about it. It could have been clever. You know what I mean? Acknowledging the things... And then not telling the full story because that to me that was the idea of found footage. Um, Darwich said it okay, you know, made it the start, but I wasn't, a, you know, once again, audience people are that stupid because something new comes on and they actually believe that it was real. You're not going to put that out in the cinema, let's be honest, just as is, doesn't happen. So it was, I mean, of course, it was fake, but people get that ideologically invested in something, and then if you go against them or burst the little world bubble, <laughs> they attack you. Um, mental. People are great, aren't they? Eh? Just love people. <laughs> so, anyway, this carries on. Here's an example of a scene. Uh, one of the girls... Was it Lily? Lily and the enemy are two girls. Lily was one of them. One was blonde her, one was like shorter. But she gets bopped in the head with a shovel that's set up 
the fall deliberately. So they're using the idea of the props for the movie going wrong because of a spectral force. She gets bopped in the head. And now anyone else would have dropped the camera. Do you know what I mean? And ran. And that would have made more sense if I had it dropped. But no, he walks to get it all in shot. Because, yeah. And that's, that's what annoys me with this genre because they've just replaced the camera lens telling it from a third party perspective, trying to make it a first party. And they don't, they're so afraid of missing something or once again, you're too stupid to understand or fill in the blanks yourself. We have to spell it out for you by covering every aspect through a various camera lens. And that's, like I said, I just find it insulting. And I'm no snob. Anyone who knows me knows I'm no snob. But this is just, you know I mean, when they're being really insulting to you and treating you like you're an idiot with this type of genre, it bugs me. They did her makeup quite well. And actually, um, she did get a shiner from it. You know, did her makeup as a shiner and kept her with a black eye through it. You know, normally with movies, somebody gets an injury and then they're cured the next day as if it never happened. So at least the, you know, the injury sustained um the black eyes got stared so that was pretty decent um there was one bit where they dropped the camera and everyone always over people feet stand around which made sense you know i mean they've just dropped in the floor and people are talking and you don't see it so they knew what they were doing you know I mean? it's the same as if you drop a camera and it points up the ceiling and you don't see anything but you hear it that would be good that would make sense for found footage but don't do it once, maybe twice throughout this whole movie, and the rest is just a cliche crap. And then because I watched this in 2D, um, obviously, but the stupid, stupid thing they did was they then start showing split screen with two different cameras going, obviously to give the 3D effect. Who's watching this? I mean, the whole point of found footage is you've picked up a camera from a crime site or where people go missing, and then you're watching this footage, trying to piece together what's going on. To me, that's the essence of what a found footage film should be. No, when you have a split screen and two cameras going at once, that's not found footage. That's just using cameras and just making a movie. So the go against them. Um, people start getting killed. I can't even remember the order because it didn't care. The last uh, the last 20 minutes of this movie was a slog. I mean, I'm sitting going, God, is this not over yet? And you know when you're watching the timer and there's 10 minutes left to go and you're like, oh, for God's sake, is this not over yet? The last 20 minutes is just painful. Just dragged it out. And then they're trying to... What was the excuse to come up with? Oh, we need the light from the camera. Yeah, we don't have the camera switched on to use the light. And secondly, waste battery. But once again, they're treating you like you're flipping stupid. And not just... Uh, who recommended it? My co-host, Cameron, um, just likes to see me suffer. And he's been talking about this one because I've mentioned that quite vocally once or twice, or maybe six or seven times, that I hate found footage. And he's like, no, try this one. It's really good. I think he just likes to wind me up, if I'm honest. And we've actually, uh, last time we did a stream together, he's like, we're agreeing and stuff. We're, we're not fighting anymore. What's going on? So we need to find like a proper movie. In fact, this would have been a perfect one for us to 
argue about because <laughs> uh, he'd be like, "That's great, you're a crazy man. You're not right in the head. You don't enjoy stuff." And I'd be like, oh, "Fuck you." Um, yeah, we need to find. Um, we need to get back that because uh, he's my best buddy. He's one of my best buddies, and uh, yeah, we fight about stuff. But then that's that's what it's about. Not everybody likes everything the same, and sometimes you can have a really spread argument, but it doesn't mean you lose friendships over it. That's this other nonsense about social media and stuff we like to talk about in here, you know, where you have to like exactly the same thing 100% as everybody else just to be amiable towards each other, not even friendship is mental. Um, yeah, there's movies he loves that I absolutely despise, and vice versa. There's movies I'm thinking absolutely brilliant, and uh, he's just like, What the hell's wrong with you? and that's that's the joy of life, and that's it's having that conversation because then you realize why you like something, and uh, like there's times you change people's minds. Um, like Archive eighty one, we both <laughs> we both hated, and Adam loved it, and it's like <laughs> it actually changed his mind by the end of the stream, just because we're not, you know, it's not like you like us or fall like we, you know, just having a conversation. Same with somebody watching this, you could watch this movie and absolutely love it and think I'm mental. That's fair enough. But I don't think I'm wrong. And it doesn't mean I'm going to obviously change my mind and go and watch it again and go, yippee. You know, it would take a lot. There's only one... There's only one found footage. In fact, that's one we argued about. I really enjoy Troll Hunter. It's like a Norwegian um, found footage. I really enjoyed that movie. Cameron hated it. So there was something we talked about briefly, you know, uh, where I'm like, really, I just love the... The whole premise behind it. I love the storyline. Um, I love the effects for the troll at the end. You know, brilliant. A uh, few cool uh, scenes in there. And I'm not a fan, as, as I've stated quite openly, I'm not a fan of this genre. But it doesn't mean you close yourself off completely because that's the worst thing I think you can do as a reviewer or as a creative is to close your mind off to something, even if you don't like it. Understand why you don't like something and then use it to make what you create better or talking about like i don't like people on youtube that get overexcited about everything and they're up in the camera like this and they're super animated and i just find it really tiring um i don't like clickbait and all that sort of crap so i try not to be like that but i understand why i don't like it and what i don't enjoy and i try to find my own way and do something different so there's merit in watching stuff you don't like because you can still get ideas and so on, but I'm going on another tangent, yep. But yeah, this movie, uh, especially when they stated the reasons at the beginning why this genre doesn't work. And then they went and did everything. <laughs> and they did it worse, because they tried to be meta with it as well. And that doesn't, you know I mean? You have to be super clever. It's like breaking the fourth wall. Um, you have to be really, really keyed in to use that sort of technique. There's, I mean, you can't do it half hours. You have to be all in. You have to be really thinking, and you have to have uh, like some really clever dialogue to get that to work, or else it just falls flat. Probably why they're advanced. You know, I mean, that's why they're super niche movies that use that. Um, it just doesn't uh, work. Like uh, Wes Craven's Final Nightmare. That was kind of the meta. This is kind of the theme of this. You know, it was going along that meta line of the characters playing themselves in the movie. And 
uh, you know, the actors and actresses playing themselves in the movie while jumping into their character. Um, it can be jarring if it's not done right. Uh, sadly, Wes no longer with Wes Craven. You know what I mean? He he really understood that. He understood movies. That's why it's such a fantastic career. And even though there's duds, there's more successes than duds. And while always he'll, his memory will live on. And the likes of him will never be replicated. You know what I mean? Especially in this current climate. You'll never see the likes of him again. But with this, yeah. What happened at the end? Yes, the spirit started in... Um, first of all, the spirit is killing people itself. And then it was possessing people and getting into it. So it was kind of doing both. And just became a mess. And did a bit of blood and splatter. Which was done well. In fairness, I'll give this props. The the use practical effects for like the blood and splatter and stuff, and it was done really well. So I'll give them up. The location was cool that they used. The premise for the movie was a good idea, and it could have been really went against the genre, but just the execution was awful. So you know, there's my review. Uh, I waffled on a bit because I fucking hate these type of movies. Yeah, the... <laughs> don't make me watch any more, please. Um, but there you go. <laughs> if you've if you've any comments, leave them uh, down below. Uh, obviously, we're streaming out to a couple of different platforms, so wherever you find us, leave a comment. If you agree, disagree, don't be nasty. Just see it why, and we can have a conversation about it. Um, thanks for everyone in chat for tuning in. Uh, keep up the date with the channel. Loads of stuff going on. Plenty of live streams coming up. And until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific. <laughs>